It's gonna be a good podcast. I've just full disclosure, I'm ready to drink because I haven't drank yet. I'm wondering why it still sounds like three footsteps, even though it's just you and I. I'm walking faster. This sidewalk is haunted. I'm, I'm walking faster, but moving slower. Oh, you guys! I thought you'd die. Wishful thinking. Happy hour! Happy hour starts now! Hello everybody, I am Dylan. I am William. There's a silence. <laughs> uh, we are two of the three guys. And uh, this is Happy Hour with the Three Guys. And if you're new here, let's give you a little rundown on things. Uh, we come up to the Three Guys bar, we have a few drinks, and we discuss whatever you would normally discuss at any typical bar. We're gonna sit here. We're gonna chit chat. We're gonna argue and laugh, and you're gonna laugh and probably hide our podcast from your playlist, and then you'll unhide it and come back next week. Probably, maybe. We'll the see. worst podcast you've never heard. Yeah, I, should, I should start saying that more often. <laughs> Bartender has handed me an Irish red. That's uh, it's it's been stored properly. But I remember it the last time I had it, and it was so bad, I don't know if I want to do this again. Let's face it, I, I'm just, I'll fill my role, I will uphold my responsibilities, and by the end of this, I'll probably drink them if you don't like them. It's not as bad as I remember it. <laughs> I think the age did it good, but... Um, you done good, time. You done good. Yeah, but it's still not great. I think uh, Flying Dog... This is the uh, Flying Dog Lucky SOB, which was brewed with four-leaf clovers. And um, we I think we talked about it on the podcast. There was a big stink about it. And they had to go to the government and get approval to be able to use them. And um, Oh, this is that one? Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, I remember this. I still I still hold true to this is, this is by far not the best Irish red I've ever had. <laughs> I've had way better way better plurals i think they just they tried really really hard to up the hops way past what an irish red should be and that's even after it being aged and some of that hop dying out um and i'm getting a lot of just big beer flavor so yeah still not a fan you're still welcome to have the other three if the bartender allows it yeah i'll do my job uh, th- those of you who uh, have listened for a while, you may notice that there's uh, there's only two voices this week. And uh, that is because, unfortunately, in the uh, last week and a half, uh, we took some time off for Thanksgiving. We uh, we lost Patrick. I mean, he's still alive. We just, we actually lost him. He went on a cranberry sauce bender during the break, and uh, we were hoping he'd be here when we showed up. The vodka cranberry sauce <laughs> probably didn't help matters. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, hopefully he'll turn up by next week. But uh, Patrick is doing fine. He, he just, uh, he's out still sleeping off a massive tryptophan overdose. And uh, just just Dylan and I showed up yep. this turn. So. But that's okay. If you want a little throwback, you go back and listen to a few episodes before. And this is not the first time we've done this. So we will try not to bore your ears off. Bore them off. With a... Fucking post hole digger. 
Yo, you tripped. You tripped right there at the end. It's because I had so many options. It was was so many options that I could have used. I I went through like a a drill bit, and then I went through a hole saw. I mean, there was just so much going through my head at that exact moment. What you're missing in the audio-only portion of this one is you couldn't see. I could actually watch the progression of things in his brain. (laughs) Because it got got increasingly better every time. I was like, I'm going to say this. Oh, I'm going to say this. Oh, I'm going to say this. It was like watching that expansive moment during microwave popcorn when it's damn near ready. It just a little bit of shaking and then suddenly nothing happened. What episode is this? Is this 35 or 36 or no. 37? This would I've be got, 36. Uh, this will be 36 I've got here listed in my notes. Uh, yes, uh. this would be. Although I do think it's kind of funny. Um, okay, I think it was uh, episode... It was either 34 that you called 33 during the entrance or it was 35 that you called 34. I'm sure it's happened a little bit. <laughs> oh, it happened. But this one is definitely 36. Um, and also, you're probably going to hear some smacks and cracks throughout this. Oh, God damn, he is destroyed. <laughs> There's flies in here because we brewed yesterday and the uh, studio bar door opened. Uh, it, yep. I'm going to drink more. Here. There's yep. flies in here because the door was left open on the bar, and the bartender was gracious enough to let me brew in his space again because he does that shit sometimes. Feeling the luck of the Irish in your explanations right now. Uh-huh. And by the way, flies, it's fucking December. You can stop this shit now. <coughs> uh, I just, I don't understand the purpose of flies. Well, see, that's the one thing about flies. I completely understand the purpose of a fly. It's something else like a mosquito. I hate mosquitoes. Flies, I get flies. They lay maggots. Maggots eat decaying matter, and thus the cycle continues. Mosquitoes literally do nothing but spread disease. There's got to be some other natural cleanup crew. Bacteria, vultures, and flies don't. Flies are like the unpaid intern with a pissy attitude that you just don't want to deal with. We could let them go. You see, I, I don't. I don't think we could. I think no. there's just there's just. I mean, yeah, vultures do things, but okay, vulture poop. Vulture poop is largely undigested. It passes through their systems pretty untouched. They get what they need, and boom, it's gone. So I mean, you have to fly for that. Well, what's like what's going to eat after Taco? Bell. What's what's going to eat the vulture poop? Bacteria. I don't think it would work efficiently. Or else they're going to be fly-sized bacteria, and then we're just back in this fucking situation again. Well, are they grounded at least? Because if they are, then I'm going to consider your proposal. They're grounded until evolution says no more. Uh, All right. uh, You know what? I I have a grudge against deer flies. That's what it is. Deer flies are fuckheads. Yes, they are. That's and because it's like that one guy you know that you want to hang out with because everybody will judge you because of him. <laughs> that, that's a deer fly. I hate all flies because of deer flies. For people that live in like Las Vegas, a deer fly is a little bit smaller than a house fly, but bites like a fucking wasp will sting you. It's, it's like a bullet. It it's awful uh, because the, the whole premise is they have to be able to bite hard enough to get through deer hide. Mm-hmm. And when that surface they're on is not deer hide, it happens to be human skin. It goes deep. Mother fuck. <laughs> It'd be going deep. Oh. If you, if you need.
need a, an example, if you live somewhere fortunate enough not to uh, have deer flies, run up and just shin kick a tumbleweed. That's kind of what it's like. A fucking rose bush. Ugh. Deer flies are bastards. And I will stand by that statement. Deer Fly Association, I hope you die. Do they have their own support group? No, I, every fucking thing has a support group now. So. <laughs> so here's an interesting, this is not the tidbit of the week, but this is an interesting tidbit. You know, the dark web drug dealers have banned the sale and, and shipping of fentanyl. Really? Yep. I'm I'm sort of impressed they all got together on something, really. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I, I've never purchased illegal substances on the dark web, but from what I've heard is to be on the dark web and be reputable, you have to have a pretty good reputation. And, I mean, after a couple times, if somebody buys something and they don't get it in the time they're supposed to, people are going to find out and you're not going to... Because, I mean, you got to think. Yeah, people are going to find out. People found out about that link, and nothing in there. You can't just Google websites on the dark web. You have to know where they're already there. I was going to say, nobody's on the dark web on accident. Right, right. Actually, I did once. And it wasn't on accident. Yeah, it was. It even was, you weren't. On I, accident. I went. I went to the dark web just to see because it was. It was. I mean, I had never been on there before, and and I had just heard about the dark web. This was. This was probably ten years ago, but I just heard that the dark web was a thing, and I was. I mean, I'm. Damn. I mean, what? How bad could it be? I mean, yeah. There's there's certain kinds of pornography on there, and you can order hitmen and stuff. I didn't want to do any of that. You can I just hire wanted, a naked child to be a hitman. You could, yeah. I, I think I clicked on that link, and that's that's just, you don't want to click on no. that link. Um, but no, it's just, it was the scariest thing I have ever done on the internet, because you never know, even though, I mean, it's it's just like Google. You, 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 you can't search for anything. You have, what's there is there, but uh, you, you click on something that's there, and you know it's going to be that. You hope it's going to be that, but you never know that maybe you're going to click on something that's something else once you get there. So every time I clicked, Just and I only, I only clicked a pizza. couple times, but uh, every time I clicked, I was so afraid I was going to find some cheese pizza <laughs> yeah. or, or something like that. I yeah. never did. But if you don't get that reference, good. We're not going to yeah, explain Yeah, no, it. I'm Just, not going to explain yeah. that. Um, it's best if you don't know. But yeah, I, I was on there, and you could buy a helicopter, army, like military helicopters. You can buy illegal weapons. You can buy all kinds of stuff. But I wasn't on there long, and I saw what I needed to see. I think I probably had the Tor browser installed on my on my computer. Yeah, I used my own computer. Um, I only had it installed for maybe 30 minutes. And then I was like, nope, I'm done. The closest I got was I had looked up the browser, and... I was I was about to install and I was like, you know what? No, I don't need to know. I don't need to know what's on the other side of this. I mean, if if you didn't even install the browser, because yeah, I, I I just knew as soon as I did, like every three bit creep in the world would know like, my exact address, <laughs> which I guess I I should have done like three days before I moved out of that place, because then you know the yeah. next yeah, yeah the next people would rent that apartment would have had it. Well, and I actually, and what what made me want to discuss the dark web? <laughs> the weird Taiwanese guy from the special we were watching last night would show up. And go and go, and go and go and go and go and 
Um, the creepy Russian dude from out in the forest. I'm sure some of the hit... If you wanted a hitman, I'm sure that's what you'd get. Oh, inside jokes. We watched a bunch of documentaries about drugs mm -hmm. last night. But last night is when I saw the <laughs> little news snippet about the fentanyl being outlawed, and I was reading some comments about it, and people were talking about different things on the dark web and and how you can also somebody asked well if you if you buy drugs on the dark web how do you get them i mean what happens and it, basically here's what here's what happens i've never ordered drugs on the dark web not gonna say you should not not gonna myself but this is what happens you order the drugs they come to your fucking home they send them to your home usps or usually USPS, and let me tell you why. UPS and FedEx can open your shit for any reason they want to because they're not a government entity, and the, the boxes, the packages, whatever, envelopes, they're not controlled by the government, so there's no law restricting who can actually open those. Like, you can't pilfer with someone's mail or mailbox that's because crime. that's a federal crime. UPS is just basically one person handing a package to another person. That's all. So with USPS, they get shipped to you. It's all vacuum sealed, like multiple times, enough times that drug sniffing dogs can't find it. And if they do somehow figure out what is actually in the package, they'll call you, usually a police officer pretending to be a, a post office worker, will say, hey, we need you to come down to the post office and sign for something because we got a package here and blah 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 well there was one guy who was describing his situation everybody was like wait did they you can order it and they, well yeah because look let's let's go back we'll get into the story here in a minute if if you order something from anywhere you can't be arrested for ordering it because they can't prove that you ordered it william could order something in like in my name and send it to your and address. send it to my address I, I could send something to the white house and if it's illegal then, I mean, he could be arrested. So that that's why you can't just, for ordering something, you can't be arrested unless you have possession. You have to get it and be caught with it or open it or, or, or let someone know. So anyway, the police officer called. He thought it was really weird because he knew he ordered something illegal. And he started thinking of ways to get out of it. And he said, well, let me check. So they called back after he was thinking about this for a while and realized probably what was going on. He said, oh, well, that's not my package. My neighbor or brother or roommate or whatever signed whatever I was expecting for me. So I'm not expecting anything new. They kept calling. They, they, they wanted him bad, but the thing, if he would have gone to wherever he was going to have to go to sign for it, he would have been owner. Yeah. He would have gone to jail. So yeah, you can order whatever you want to. It's just once you have it, that's when you got to worry. So remember, kids listening, if you're going to order illegal substances off the dark web, send it to a friend's house whose address you've memorized, knowing what time the mail is delivered there. And also, if a post office worker or postmaster calls you, it's really a cop. Don't go. Mm. Enjoy your drugs. Or... You learned it here on Happy Hour. Or... <laughs> glad to help. You can find a little podunk post office somewhere that you know doesn't have cameras, get a post office box, and have all your shit sent there. <laughs> like a two right now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Like a two where the post office boxes are actually just uh, galvanized steel that they welded together. <laughs> I actually got in trouble once because I used to run a business, and I had the brilliant idea to this. print up some flyers for my business, and... I could have gone to the local convenience store and put them on windshields under wipers, or I could have 
purchased postage and had them placed into the mailboxes by the postal workers. But then I started thinking, look, I'm going to bring these to the post office. And they're just going to basically take them, put them directly into the post office boxes. So I just slid those little bastards right there, right in, right in that fucking little door. They called me very upset the next day, threatened me with crimes and 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 stuff and jail time and then I said I was sorry and they threw all them fuckers away. So don't do that. Don't don't do that. I still remember. I remember that happening. Yeah, it wasn't fun. See, uh, now right here would be the perfect spot to uh, stop and plug Stamps.com for sponsoring this if they get <laughs> off their ass about it. Y'all hurry up and process yeah, that or yeah. we're going to start calling you and surveilling you in unmarked SUVs. But yeah, right, right there would be the perfect moment to be like, and if you have postage problems, Stamps.com offer code three guys. It ain't going to work, so don't go there. Stamps.com, <laughs> get off your ass. You'll sponsor anything. Uh, bartender, I need something else because <laughs> this is just not doing it for me. Let's just get this the fuck out of the way. Yeah, there you go. The sooner it's in your belly, the sooner it won't taste bad anymore. <laughs> That's a face. <laughs> There's a big thud, boom, and bass. Oh, no, podcasters it, was again. it was good. Yeah. Can't wait for that email. Yeah, guys, I know. You've heard me tell them. And, oh, thank you so much. The bartender actually slides the, the last two of those Irish reds my way. Thanks. Well, the bartender handed me a Castile Rouge. I get slid the two pieces of shit you don't want, and you get a Castile Rouge. Yep. Dude works here as an asshole. I tip really well. Sons of bitches. Oh, God, my pants. <laughs> oh, 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 dude. Please sit down if you're going to do that. But, oh. Still got that gorgeous color to it, though. That, that kind of almost uh, pinkish cherry red. Can't wait to drip this all over my laptop. Yeah, there's no way that's picking up that audio. I got a little bit. Yeah. I'll amplify that in yeah, post. It's going to sound like you're pissing. That's what it is. Hell. I did say something about my pants. He was talking about a boner, and then he had, I heard sound of water running. What the hell? It's not water, folks. <laughs> Straight hot urine. I drink lots of pineapple juice. Oh, God. Uh, well, we're about 20 minutes well, we in. Well, from Patrick that sort of works. Oh, I've always heard that works. Yeah. Every time I've tried it, I've never been able to actually have anybody test it, and I'm not going to be Patrick. <laughs> can't, get any, no. can't get any gals over to the lab. I, I can't get any, any gals over to the lab, but I'm not flexible enough to try it myself. Because so. at that point, it's going to involve a cup, and you just, you don't need them. No, it's just a lot of... I mean, I'm not when I'm in the moment, I don't need a cup. I don't have time for all that. <laughs> I was thinking about a solo venture. <laughs> just... One cup and be like, I need to know, gulp. Well, now I'm different. <laughs> I can never go back from this. <laughs> Change from this moment on. It's either a secret that will always burn inside of me or I'm going to have to tell somebody. I will never ever look in the mirror <laughs> the same way again. Um, our first serious topic of the day. Uh, we're going to hit you with a few bombs because it's been a, a little while since we've uploaded. Um, I've got a gripe to pick about GoFundMe and crowdfunding in general. And flies. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Now you're in my camp. I'm going to get one here in a minute. Anyway, um, I've got a couple people that I know um, 
one person is having to have medical expenses taken care of. Here's the thing. You, I, I, it really chaps my ass when when somebody asks for crowdfunding when they refuse to get health insurance and then, and this is not trying to be political, this is just stating the obvious fact, they have repeatedly bashed Obamacare, the ACA, same thing. Yeah. Uh, they've repeatedly bashed any attempt at universal health care, welfare, um, any any socialism or anything like that, any 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 sharing of of monetary value, anything. They're completely against it. And now they can't pay their medical bills, and they're trying to raise money, which is the definition of socialism. <laughs> Someone else giving you something so that you can do something with it. Definitions. I always like it whenever Textbook. they try to break it down under that same idea. Well, if we all just give a little bit. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, that just uh, twenty five cents from a million people adds up real fucking quick. It, just, it really fucking irritates me that they're doing that. It would be different if you literally could not afford insurance. Yeah. It would be different if you had insurance and it didn't cover it. But, and that's actually the situation they're in. But also, don't be completely against sharing and charity and 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 left ideas when you're trying to do the same thing now and then you when if somebody tried to point that out they would never understand it that way well it's completely different no it's not and, that, and I hate that and that just seems like the answer to everything nowadays is starting a GoFundMe for whatever it is uh, a, a, a local restaurant in town burned down they started a GoFundMe. Before they did that, they just got on Facebook and asked for people to give them money. You know why? They didn't put this in there. They had no insurance. It's illegal. They, they were renting the building, but it's illegal not to have renter's insurance on something you're renting. Yeah, if you're uh, a service or a, a public business or something, yeah, you have to. If you rent anything, well, I, I lived in a townhouse and I, I paid monthly rent. I rent. I was leased. In the lease, it says you must p provide your own renter's insurance for this. Well, I'm glad I don't live there anymore because I never <laughs> had renter's insurance. I had renter's insurance. It was like eight bucks a month. I mean, it wasn't a lot, but, uh, but yeah, it's illegal not to have renter's insurance. It's a, it's a break of your lease. And, yeah, and I've it's, learned some things yeah. today. Um, I hope I never need a lease again. I, I know people that'll wreck their car and then start a GoFundMe because they didn't have insurance. That's, That's fucking illegal. Yeah, that one I do. Yeah, but yeah, this this particular business burned to the ground. Started asking for people and fans and 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 everything to to give them money, and I'm just like, I won't give you a fucking thing because you didn't have insurance. And also, the person they were renting it from, it wasn't insured through them either. You got to have the double insurance there. You got to have insurance to cover your belongings, and then the other person, the person, the leasee, has also got to have insurance on it to cover his property. But damn, it just stuff like that irritates me. This is a great time to bring up the uh, Three Guys GoFundMe page. <laughs> <laughs> I love this beer. We need your money, chumps. Um, there's something else. 
And I mean, I'm probably going to piss some people off if, if they ever listen to this. But I've got somebody else on there that I think we walked away from being afraid of pissing anybody. Well, like, I mean, it's not like it's a four listeners ago. It's not like it's going to break my heart a whole lot if they block me and delete me off all social media. But I've got somebody else who is trying to adopt a child. They every day, multiple times a day, they're trying to sell their car. They have been asking for months for money to help them do this. And I'm just like. You're you, it, they're trying to raise like forty thousand dollars, and yes, it is a lot of money to adopt a kid. It's more money to adopt a kid than to have a kid in this country, and I it shouldn't. For that. And it shouldn't be that way, but it is. And I understand that some people just don't have that money. But if you cannot provide for that child before you have the child, you shouldn't be able to raise money to get the child. You you need if if you cannot afford the the fucking kid in the first place, you shouldn't be starting GoFundMe's. To get the kid so that you can get that far. Now that and, and I, that it, it, I don't want it to sound like they cannot afford to have the kid once they are have have. I don't want to say possession because that's not how it is. But what, what it is. yeah, I mean once once you have the kid physically present, parental rights over the child, and once you have the child in your custody, well, once you have the child in your custody, they would they they can they can provide for the kid. They have no issue providing. But if you cannot come up with the initial money without having to ask everybody else, then I just, I don't think you should, maybe it's not time. Maybe you should wait. Maybe you should save. I, and they're I, also, they, they've started a fucking GoFundMe to get a new vehicle because the ride they got now is too small. Can't get a car seat in that Mustang. It's not a Mustang. It's a four-door car, but you it's You get a car just, seat in there. Fuck that. It, it, it's like a 15, 16-year-old child. At that point, they need their own car. <laughs> I, I think for me, it would break down to like how much they're asking for. Like, we'll just go with that number you threw out, forty thousand. If they're asking for like five of that, that I could see. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, but yeah, because I, I think people do need to help people if yeah. they can, yeah, and I, I can. If they say, "Well, we've got thirty-five thousand dollars, and we need five more. We're that close." I can see that. Yeah. But having not shit. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm with you. And I'm sure yeah. they have spent a lot of their money to get this far. Yeah. But, I mean, you shouldn't need another forty grand on top of that. At that point, can't you just tell the kid to run away from the orphanage and meet you at your house? And I think it's actually from a foreign country. There's, there's like 30 of them in Texas right now. But yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and I'm sure, and and that's a lot of what the expenses are going, the the, the money's going to is to go back and forth to get all this bucks, done. Put them on a greyhound. Shit. Yeah, I, I mean, we have kids in this country that need help too. Let's let's start here. Yeah, shit is really bad overseas and in other countries, but shit is really bad here too. So I don't know. I mean, it, it I, I just it, it just irritates me. We just covered nationalism and socialism in one podcast. You figure out what the fuck we are. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're either just, playing all bases or we're alienating everybody. There's one or the other. There's no gray between it. Everybody. Everybody. But yeah, it just uh, that just really irritates me. And I had that on a, 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 as a topic. And... <laughs> so, there's that. Yeah, there's that. Huh. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? Um, Interesting. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. I think I think we probably shouldn't go into great detail about that one, but <laughs> got some good food. 
still digesting, apparently. A little barking spider <laughs> running through here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had some good food. We were on keto for, for Thanksgiving, and that didn't last. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Um, I couldn't imagine trying to go through Thanksgiving, even trying at all to adhere to some guidelines. I, I was good on keto up until we ate. And I, I already knew. I, I made a resolution. I was going to eat whatever I wanted to. But the only craving I had, because when I've talked about limitations and how much I like fruit and stuff, the only thing I wanted when I got there were fresh strawberries. There was a bowl of fresh strawberries on the dessert table. That's all. I didn't even want turkey. I just wanted those fresh fucking strawberries. Is that not keto friendly? You can have like two or three, but you can't have a good amount. You oh, can look, ass. You, no. you can have like half a banana, and 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 that would be about ten carbs. You can have uh, about half of an apple, and that would be... Or you can have one whole apple and have no more carbs. I mean, you could do that. No. But as long as it's within your, your limits, yeah, you can have whatever. But and my wife has been having a hell of a time with it because she they have parties like every Friday. They had Thanksgiving party. Um, then like the next day, they had leftovers for the Thanksgiving party. And then the week after, they had a party because somebody was going somewhere else. And she's just like, I'm just not even going to do it. After Christmas, I'll get back on it. And I'm just like, actually, I, I upset her because the next night after Thanksgiving, she came home from work and um, she didn't have her app out counting her calories or anything. And I was like, well, you don't have to be on keto to still count your calories. You can have hash brown casserole. We don't, let's not count carbs. Let's just, let, let's just count the calories and if, if we're going to do that and she got mad and we, we were she was actually she was loading up a dessert plate and i said that and she just threw it all down and went to the living room i was like well i messed up yeah yeah you did yep and i knew i knew i did yeah uh, thanksgiving for me man thanksgiving is a fucking free-for-all i go nuts at thanksgiving i i there's no word that accurately puts it into uh, the parameters I was in other than I gorged myself for about three straight days on casseroles. Uh, well, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, I grilled a turkey and <coughs> made another two casseroles. So we had turkey and dressing and everything and, and pie from Thursday. And then Friday, we had leftovers. Then Saturday, I made Thanksgiving all over again. Then Sunday, we had leftovers. And Monday, we had leftovers. So, yeah. Um, I've pretty much decided to do a bad in keto for the rest of the year. Yeah, I, may. I went nuts. A broccoli cheese casserole. I love broccoli oh, cheese casserole. cheese casserole. Oh, yeah. I got a hash brown casserole that I got to throw away because we ate half of it. And... You could have just called me. You knew it was there. If I knew it was there, it wouldn't have been there. I told you when I was grilling the turkey. And uh, my, my mother-in-law made uh, homemade stuffing. Mm-hmm. They actually went inside the bird. Oh, no. Danger, danger, danger. Mm. Oh. Oh. Danger, danger. Ah, fuck danger. Nah. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, yeah. Like, I was to the point where I was going to be like stuffing sandwiches. Just, <laughs> yes. Everybody listening is like that. I just celebrate being fun fat around Thanksgiving. I'm just like, you know what? I'm never going to be the guy who takes his shirt off in public. Let's just put this between two pieces of honey wheat bread and go nuts. <laughs> at least it was wheat. A little cranberry at least sauce. It, at least it there. wasn't uber processed whole uh, white bread. Uh, uh, honey, wheat, honey wheat and nutty oat bread. 
are just the two of my I go ape shit on those. I love honey wheat bread and that's usually what we get, but every once in a while I'll go somewhere and they have white bread sandwiches. And I won't think about it. I'll just I'll order like a BLT, but it'll be on white bread, and it's just like it's it's like waking up and realizing there's a box of apple jacks on top of the fridge or something, and you get that sugar rush <laughs> and all this comes back from your childhood, and you're like, yeah, white bread's not that bad. It is. Don't don't do it. But yeah. If it's not Wonder Bread, I kind of just don't even care about white. Bread's bread. I, I mean, yeah, white, wheat bread is different from white bread, but as far as brands go, that that shit could all be twenty dollars or a dollar a loaf, and it wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference, Ew, unless it's like potato bread or Hawaiian bread or something like that. Potato bread. Oh yeah, I like potato bread. Yeah, too. yeah. There's there's one. It's a nutty oat bread. It's uh, nature's own. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will. Oh, I will fucking carve out your pants. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> would you say Thanksgiving would be your uh, last meal if you were on death row? No. No? no not at all. But what would your last meal be? Oh, shit. Oh. Should I have brought this topic up before so yeah, you could prepare? Be- you know, speaking of preparing, we have also got to talk about uh, not not this week or next week or the week after. We've also got to talk about death uh, bingo, celebrity death bingo. I it's, figure we wait till the very yeah, end it will. Of the year. It'll be the last podcast, but it's something we got to start thinking about. Yeah, we're gonna wait. But as sad as it is, I think um, we we have to acknowledge that we all got a square. Knocked off of our board the past couple of weeks with Stan Lee, which is incredibly depressing. You and I did. Did Patrick not choose him? Patrick did not go with him. Okay. I, I checked my list, uh, not only for Stan, because I knew, unfortunately, that was one of mine, but it was also one of yours, but yeah. uh, the past... Very hesitantly, because I was determined that if I did choose him, it would be, and if I didn't, he wouldn't, but... I kind of... There's a weird thing. I kind of picked him, because I was thinking, if I pick him, I'll be wrong. We've been wrong about it. He's the only square we've got. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, actually... Now, Patrick was almost close. Uh, he chose W for some reason. I think he was yeah. confused, but George Bush Sr. passed recently in the past couple yeah. days. That was the other thing but, I checked um, for. It was yeah. to make sure about that. Yeah, but no, he said W. I do remember that because we had to clarify. Um, but I think, I think Stan, of all people, on all the boards, he's the only one that, that we've, we've got a, a letter on. Yep. You and I are both tied at one. Patrick is at zero. Hmm. This morning we went to our local retail hut, and um, the magazine section had a Time magazine of of Stan Lee, and it was going through his most influential creations, and it, I, I almost bawled right there in, in Walmart, man. It was my local retail store, not Walmart. But yeah, it was it was pretty rough. Yeah, I think I think Stan hit a lot of people harder than they thought it would. Whenever we we all kind of knew it was coming. I mean, once you're over eighty, there's a part of your brain that says, "Yeah, at any time I could understand, I could see it." Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Stan hit a lot of us harder than we we thought it would. Which uh, I'm going to be honest, if. Mel Brooks, he's one that's on my list. If he goes for the end of the year, I might be inconsolable for a weekend. He's still in pretty good health. 
he was on a late show not too long ago and he he I mean he wasn't running around doing Dick Van Dyke dancing or yeah. anything but he was he was doing pretty good so um yeah no Stan is pretty much the only person on my list that that would affect me as 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 much as Stan affected me um and I've actually I got another topic I guess we 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 skipped over death row last meal we'll go back to that here in a minute but uh I want to talk about how Stanley affected us growing up. Like what? What? How? I mean, just anything. What? How did? Why were you up so upset about Stanley? Uh, you know what? I can I can pretty much go ahead and tell you exactly what it is with one statement that I think encap- uh, encircles an entire idea behind it: X Men. <laughs> X-Men formed so much of my youth into my early and mid-teens. And uh, this is going to sound so tacky and it's going to sound very virginal comic book fan, but it also shaped a lot of my outlook on this world. Yeah. You know, as granted in the comic book realm, it's easy to, you know, have these overblown themes to it, but the, a lot of the core of X-Men were and this group of uh, people were were different. It was a and simile. Yeah, it, it was a simile for current. Yeah, whenever X Men were created, yeah, it that's was where a, I, yeah, that's yeah. Where I was walking with this one is, you know, is oh well, this person he he looks a little bit different. Oh, this person can do things you know beyond what normal people can do. Oh, this person has wings or has claws or something like that, and they were ostracized and outcast. And it was this mere reflection of. You know, oh, we can't even handle people with a different sexual preference or a different pigment color. How in the hell would you handle somebody with wings? Yeah. And it was. It was this kind of. It was a. It was a really shaping idea behind me of the fact that they didn't choose to be that way. A lot of them hated the fact that they weren't. You know, the way that society wanted them to be, and it. And to this day, it still shapes. Yeah. A lot of my outlook on how I see. Things like uh, sexual identity, sexual preference, race, religion. It's, you know, uh, probably not religion. Religion is very much choice. But <clears throat> I, I still do. You know, I, X-Men really shaped that for me. And I cannot begin to calculate how much of my parents' money I wasted on comic books and action figures. And, yeah, this is going to be a dated statement. Uh, VHS tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. The, the X-Men animated series? I had uh, 16 of those tapes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I actually... I started reading comics... I started reading DC first. And um, I don't know. I, I, I guess that... I, I, I started a couple years before the death of Superman. So I was probably... I think Death of Superman was in 94, 93, 94. So I started 92. I was eight or nine, probably. But that's when I started reading comics. But, I mean, Death of Superman was, was the guy. And then I I moved into Marvel. I just picked up a random X-Men comic, much like you, with X-Men that started me. And uh, I just I, I became engrossed in the lives of, of the characters. Oh man! So I was much younger. That's so sad. <laughs> but um, 
But yeah, no, I mean, after the Death of Superman saga was over, I got bored with the current storyline, so I went over to, to to Marvel, and I got X-Men, and that, that started me. That's why the X-Men are still my favorite group, and... Um, but yeah, there was just it was just it was so different and it I don't want to say it was edgy because it wasn't really edgy back then, but it was it was just different and exciting and it let me lose myself. I was with Superman and Batman. I was reading the story, but I would lose myself in the stories with X-Men. I could not wait for the the next well, I I had different series I would read, so the next week would give me a little bit further in Spider-Man, and then the next week would get me a little bit further somewhere else, and then the next month I would be able, and that's when they sold comic books at Walmart. And my mom used to hate buying comic books, but I would always convince her, uh, and she'd let me. And then the the animated series where I had already read the stories in the comics, and the animated series was perfect. It, it To this day, I stand and I will fight you over anybody that says that the animated series was not the best cartoon-based program ever because it it told with a few exceptions like the the phoenix saga because the phoenix saga was quite large but for the most part it told the stories from the comic books exactly like they happened and that's the great thing about those and you got to watch it and hear it yeah exactly and and watching the the series whenever they would they, they finally released x-men in 2000 that that was just that was the most amazing thing ever, and it it pains me so much what Fox has really done to the X Men. But it'll it'll all come back. It'll all come back around. But yeah, that, that's the thing about Stan and the creator, the, the the characters he created. It it let me escape, and I don't want. I, I say that, and and it sounds like I came from a broken home or something. I really I didn't. My childhood was really nice, but. As a child, you always want something extra, something more, something better, and and comic books let me escape into that. So, and then in two thousand eight, with well, Hulk, we we don't talk about Hulk, but <laughs> but two thousand eight with Iron Man, even though Hulk was t- technically the first, w- when they got brought to life in such a realistic fashion, that really that took it up quite a few notches, and and that that's why I was so affected by. By what happened, but um, he he had a good run and it is what it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. See, I got my kickstart with Spider-Man comics, but I, it was such a fractional margin of time till my I'm just complete jump to X-Men. So that was talking about Spider-Man and X-Men too, but but Spider-Man back then was. I mean, there was there was so many different. It wasn't like you had like right now you got Miles Morales and all these different Spider Men, the Spider Verse. But back then it was the same Peter Parker, but there was so many different storylines and so many different. You had Spectacular, you had Amazing, you had uh, oh you had you had three or four different Spider Man characters, different stories with the same guy, and it was really hard to follow Spider Man. Like I know, but. I do. I remember. Uh, it's still like that. Spider-Man, Spider-Man is so fucking everywhere, but at least now they're different characters. But yeah, Spider-Man was really kind of my first couple of comics, and then uh, the Marvel logo was on an X-Men comic, and I wish I could remember the first one I got, but I can't. And uh, yeah, I, I read one, and just my allegiance shifted a hundred percent. I was like, this, the Uncanny X-Men comic books. Uh, this is what I'm doing now. The first X-Men comics that I read actually didn't even have... Wolverine was like a side character. And um, 
I thought he was really cool because Wolverine is my favorite X Man, and um, he was he was he he wasn't really the spotlight. He was in a team. That's what the X Men were. They were a team. But and I, I'm I'm trying to talk and do this at the same time. This is the first Wolverine comic, and I know you can't see it, but it's the one where he's got his claws out and his mask is off, and he's he's waving, uh, he's he's moving his finger to come here. Um, that that's the comic that was my first introduction to Wolverine. Yeah, we're well, still rocking the brown. Yeah, right, orange, the brown suit, yellowish orange, and the hell um, that was. That that was really my first introduction to Wolverine, and ever ever since that comic, um, he he's been my favorite character. But um, yeah, but yes, I mean, at, at the end of it, uh, regardless how much, I, I know it's disputed very heavily about how much direct input he had with you know each of the characters or all that. At the end of the day, I stand. Stan was, and I think for the foreseeable future, will be the face of Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, well, I mean, he, he, him, and um, Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby, they, they were, they were, they was fifty fifty. I mean, they, Jack would do some of the illustrations, and Stan did most of the character creation and storyline behind it. So I mean, it was almost a fifty fifty split. So back in the day, they, that's how their partnership worked. And Stan, I mean, Jack really didn't want anything to do with Marvel after a certain point. Jack, Jack hated Stan. They had a falling out. Yeah. They, they were not on good terms. That's why he never is really mentioned. That's why Stan's kind of the figurehead. But the company was started from Stan. Stan's vision. Stan, Stan started Marvel. Jack had equal input in the creation. But, as, I mean, those characters are... For everything you know about the character is is Stan's creation. Um, somebody asked me the day that he died. Um, well, I thought he he was like that's all he was worth, like fifty million dollars. That's all. Yeah. That's all he was worth. I'd figure he'd be worth so much more with everything. Stan didn't get anything from the movies. Hmm. He 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 was. I mean, he he would get a walk on credit, yeah. but. Um, he didn't get any income from the movies because by the time the movies were coming out, he wasn't at Marvel anymore. He he was listed as an executive producer only in an honorable type role. He wasn't actually involved with Marvel day to day business runnings. I'm sure they might consult him or something, but but he he was he was he was out of of Marvel by the time that the movies started rolling out, and people forget that because Marvel's on fucking top of everything now, but. People forget that Marvel almost went out. I mean, they they almost went bankrupt back in the late 90s, mid to late 90s. They almost shut down. And that's why you've got X-Men and Fantastic Four at Fox. Yeah, Fox. And Spider-Man is at Sony and Hulk is at Universal. And that's why you've got... The, all the rights were getting sold off. That's why the TV rights are here and the um, video game rights are here. And and I'm just I'm so glad that my X Men are finally gonna get treated good. Everybody really thinks about the Fantastic Four because they had some shit movies. Yeah. So everybody's really excited that they're gonna come back home. But I'm more excited about Fantastic Four coming to Marvel because that means Galactus is probably gonna be the next big bad guy. And if you go in my mouth, I swear to God, I'll fucking find you and fucking flies, man. We really need to distinguish that that's a fly. It's a fly. About. It's a fucking fly. But anyway, I'm I'm really hoping that Galactus will be the next big bad guy. 
But yeah, as my whole thing was is uh, my my earliest introduction to superheroes were of course DC mm-hmm. with uh, Superman and Batman, but there was something about the Marvel universe. Whereas uh, DC always struck me as escapism. It was this perfect scenario, these perfect heroes. With um, just t- fucking terrible villain names. Yeah. And Marvel came along and suddenly, you know, even their best heroes were flawed. They had, you know, something that ate away at them. Something that was more realistic. And I get that was div- the divide they were trying to go for. That's DC, exactly, you know, the, yeah, that's exactly DC what they were trying to do. to try to make it something, oh, well, that's something you got to deal with on Tuesdays. Yeah. That, that's that's actually when Stan was asked about creating Spider-Man he said I wanted him to be different I wanted him to be relatable I wanted I wanted kids to read about him and see that Spider-Man's got to go home to homework too and that's that's what really sets Marvel apart is they were relatable and, and you could connect yeah, to this day that's why I'm still I'm still in the Marvel universes because that was something I did relate to and it's like you know Hey, this person can control fire. This person can, you know, teleport here and there. But yet, there's something that eats away at them. Mm-hmm. There's something that makes them real. And you know, to that, you know, that's where Stanley's, you know, always going to have an influence now. Yeah. Like even DC is now shifted to, oh well, our great superheroes suddenly, oh well, they got something that's ruining them. They got something that's bringing them down. Fuck. But, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. Dodging um, that one, like I said, that's why Stan, you know, Stan the man yep. is always going to be, you know, such a foreseeable influence on all of it. Is <laughs> because, you know, it, I don't think I got him. Dylan going for another fly over there. But uh, where I was going with that is, like I said, is, you know, I'll have to edit that little thing out because it was loud. And nowadays, even what comic company, Stan's flavor is in there. Like, not too far from uh, where we are right now in uh, the town of Metropolis, Illinois. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, holds the Superman Festival. They have a Superman statue in the center of town. When Stan passed away, the city of Metropolis put a black armband on the left arm of Superman. Yeah. For Stan's passing. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a really high bar because the reviews for the new Aquaman movie are coming out now, and the review that ever ever I've seen this multiple times. Everybody keeps saying it's basically Marvel Phase One. That's that's your your high bar at this point, DC. You've got to get to this level. You got to get to 2008 to start to catch up. And everybody keeps saying, well, it's pretty much Thor One. And I don't know if you people listening can remember, but Thor One was not great, and that that's, was an obligatory movie. That yeah, that that introduced Thor Two was much the same way. I'm glad they kind of straightened things out with with God, Ragnarok. Thor the first one, the whole movie literally took up place over a long weekend. I, I remember you watching it for the first time. I made you watch <laughs> it, and I, I remember you were just you were like you were fucking out of it at that <laughs> point. I had to get you back into the movies. But yeah, it was it was not great. But that's what they're saying. They're saying, well, this is basically Thor one. They're saying, well, it, it's it's kind of fun. It, it's, it, I mean, it's it's not the brooding dark movies that uh, they've put out up to now. Will they follow up on it, or they're going to try to rush it like Justice League? Are they, what are the, what's going to happen here? So, um, no, I'm not going to go watch it in the theater. The because... burning redhead in that one is 
pretty nice though. She's not bad. Yeah. She's not bad. Our two minute review today starting oh, at yeah, yeah we're doing that. 5122. Right, let me finish this. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and open and talk about it. This is actually a double review for me personally because number one, I've never had Sam 76. Sam Adams 76. Oh, okay. I've never had that beer. I saved it for a review and it's been so long since that beer came out. We might as well drink it now. Number two, I have never had a beer out of Sam Adams specially designed can. To, to let beer drinkers enjoy the beer. Like, they, they went out and did research on this can. I've never had a beer from the Sam Adams can, or have I never had Sam 76. And we'll see if it's ever been as good as drinking a beer out of a glass. There you go. I have both had this beer, and I drank it out of the Sam Adams can. It smells obviously. really good out of the can. I'm more excited for them to hear you experience this, and for me to see Ugh. Yes. See you experiences. Smells like Cascade Hops. Smells really good. I've had it. I already know my opinion of it. I'm, I'm a little really, high I'm on the right silence now. on my part. This is Dylan. You don't have to talk while I drink. But no, the, the smell smells just like Cascade Hops. Smells great. Smells great. I think he's already off to a start as to understanding why it is that I I I had the opinion of this beer that I, I texted you when I had Yeah. Because I was in Florida when this first started hitting shells. I remember you telling me about it. This beer, it's hoppy without being bitter. It's tasty without too much malt presence. This, this beer, this is, this is really good. I haven't had a Sam Adams beer that has been on my radar in a long time. This is a really good beer. 4.7%, 4.7%, 12 IBUs. The great thing about this beer is that you can taste the hops without getting the hop bitter. This is all very late edition hops, huge amounts. This is almost New England IPA type hop without being a New England IPA. This is a really good beer, and I'm upset that I'm just now trying this beer. This is a really good hop. Uh, it's a good hop too, but it's a really good yeah, beer. It's a damn good hop. I've had a lot to drink since we started this podcast. Um, There's two of us drinking the amount that the three of us usually drink. Yeah. So. Well, Dylan I mean, both, uh, Castel Rouge is an eight percent, and it's like a can. And a half, so. We're both picking up one third of the uh, slack here. So <laughs> I got to figure out what hop is in this. If you want to talk, but yeah, uh, my opinion of this stays the same. It was the first time I had it. I enjoy this one a ridiculous amount. Yeah, it's very tasty. It's Cascade, Citra, Mosaic, and Simcoe hops. Yeah. Oh, the Cascade comes yeah, through. Yeah, Cascade really is heavy. very prominent. Which um, I, I know a lot of you uh, listeners aren't just you know jerk offs about hops like some of us are, but Cascades are by far my favorite hop. They're a really mild. Slightly spicy mm. hop. Uh, it's got a. It's like citra light. Yeah. It's citra hops are real citrus and, and citra citrus. They're real citrus and but they're very bitter and they have a lot of alpha acids. Cascade is kind of like that in half. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're not jerk offs about hops like we are, but would do yourself a favor, order some hops, make a hop tea, and you'll understand. But yeah, yeah, Cascade, love them. Love them. Yeah, Cascade. Big love them. Cascade is one of my favorite hops. Galaxy hops are way up on my list yeah, too. Citra and Cascade, I think, are the top of my list. But uh, they they are kind of like that gray area between people who aren't 
hop jack-offs and the just hop-obsessed people, they are kind of that middle ground, which is where I think I want to be. As far as the can goes, the can lets you get the beer freely out of the can. Um, I mean, you obviously, unless they put a hole up here where your nose is at, you can't smell it while you drink it, which is the purpose of a glass. But um, I'm, I like the beer a lot. I mean, the can... It, it, I guess it's a little different. I mean, it is. It's the a lot different. Difference is, it has a shallow but very wide top yeah, to it's it. It's it's a wide opening. It's a taller opening. I do know that they mentioned that specifically. Yeah. Um, I don't remember why. It's, it's also shallow. Yeah, at the very top. Of um, it. but hey, you know what? Apparently, your research worked. Yeah. Is it, I don't know. Is it spiraled on the inside like Miller Lite did for a little while? Oh, the the rifle barrel. Yeah, because <laughs> that's I guess if you're gonna turn it upside down into your face, I guess it'll help. But yeah, that's um, I get two thumbs up. I assume. Yeah. Oh, yes. Two, two thumbs this up. Was a, yeah. This was damn near a boner the first time I tried it. On the beer circuit news, so I can just Florida for a week. I was drinking nothing but macros for like three days. <laughs> I had this one. How almost... can you go to Florida and not be all about Cigar City and everything else? Because Sweetwater. I was staying. Not Sweetwater, maybe Georgia. I was staying at my in-laws' place, uh, where they had set up for the weekend, and on the way down. You know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you. Here you go. Full disclosure. Confession time, listeners. Uh-oh. On the way down in Mississippi. Uh, apparently, maybe just because it was in Mississippi. There was a 15-pack of Keystone Light for $7. <laughs> That's why I was drinking macros. I was, I was like, you know what? Uh, we're all going to be packed into a camper on a campground. It's going to be myself and my wife, my son, her uh, her parents, uh, niece, a couple of nephews. I'm going quantity over quality on this one. And about halfway down Mississippi, I found a place that had Keystone Light, fifteen for seven bucks, and I spent twenty something dollars. And I was like, you know what, we're doing this. So for a couple of days, it was just macro, macro, macro. I had this one, and almost painted my father-in-law's dashboard <laughs> which is also a throwback go back and watch a review where we did the super bowl halftime show mashup macro beer something something super something. beer bowl super beer bowl i knew somebody would know it uh, somebody in this bar is going to know somebody that somebody between the two of us here. in this there's a lot of people in this bar what are you talking about uh but yeah go back and watch that review we actually blind taste tested bud light miller light coors light Sam Adams light kind of um, Keystone and Corona light and Keystone fucking won and that's why you've converted to Keystone that, yeah. that plus the outright buyout of Miller <coughs> granted I know Saab still does have an investment in Coors but mm -hmm. complete buyout of Miller so. well speaking of Miller Coors, um, something else. I'm going to go ahead and knock this topic out too. PBR is actually brewed by Miller Coors. Mm -hmm. It's still a PBR company. They just contract out Miller Coors to brew it. Well, there's been some issues going back and forth between those two, and there's been a question of whether or not Miller Coors is going to continue to brew it, and it has now been settled that they are. So if anybody's worried about their precious PBR not being brewed, well, you don't I have to worry anymore. right? Tonight. Um, since I've already checked it off, let's go back. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to crunch all this shit in. We got like one minute left. Death Row, last meal. You've had time to think. What's it going to be? You know what? 
screw it. We're going to push that one over till uh, next podcast. Damn it, I'm going to uncheck it now. Yes, you do. Whenever Patrick joins us, we're, we're teasing this one. Okay. We're teasing you. Just a little tease. We're touching it, but we're not going to do any more with it. We just want you to know this is coming. It's not coming right now, but it's going to be there real soon. Smacking the fly really fucks up what I'm trying to do here right now. Ow, my pants! <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we're going to push that one until Patrick gets here. Because if we're running that short on time, we got to have a tidbit of the week. Oh, shit. We had to yes. Okay. You said it wasn't an official one earlier, so we need yeah. an official tidbit of the week. You're going to keep talking while I... Uh... We just want to take a moment to say, hey, uh, give us a shout out on any of our social medias. Look us up at Three Guys Network on Facebook and YouTube. Find us at Three Guys Beer on Instagram and Twitter. All of those are T-H-R-E-E, the word three, not the number. If you want to email us directly, you can email us at our names at threeguysbeer.com. That would be Dylan at threeguysbeer.com, William at threeguysbeer.com. And next week, once we finally find Patrick at threeguysbeer.com, again, that's the word three, not the number. I hope he's not in the creek behind the bar. Uh, we didn't even look there. <laughs> I hope he's face up. When we're done, we got to go back there. Uh, <laughs> so, also, thank you to everybody who's emailed in to us. Thank you to everybody who's gone online uh, to give us a rating and a review. I've noticed a couple new ones are popping up there. And this is a good moment to say, if you guys are listening right now, especially if you're listening on iTunes... Take a few moments, give us a rating, give us a review. It helps other people find our podcast. It moves us up a little bit. Maybe some other people can discover the random bullshit that we do. And we may be able to talk Patrick into giving you a handsy. That might actually be a viable thing. I, I mean, it, it's it's more questionable than a definite no. Yeah, I, go back to last <laughs> podcast. The guy's flexible. So <laughs> it used to be. Uh, that, but uh, then that, he found sandwiches yeah. and white bread. <laughs> white bread, dude. That does it. So uh, we're bringing it all around. Yep. So um, to everybody who listens to us on Google and uh, Amazon Play, thank you to everybody who listens to us. On, uh, oh, damn, I can't think of it right now. I was just, I'm, I'm getting, I was just I'm, talking to my friend Eric a few weeks ago. Who I'm, listens. Pretty, I'm pretty drunk. He has a multi-podcast app, and we show up on that one. Sweet. We're, we're, yeah, we're we got to get on Spotify. We're I gotta, I gotta on get, Spotify. Well, it, you got to do something special to get on Spotify, and I haven't done that, so I need to do that. Yeah, but uh, I know we kind of do lean a little yeah. bit on you guys who listen to us on iTunes, but that is the majority of people who do listen well, to podcasts. That's where podcasts came yeah. from. So, to all of you who do, like I said, just a few seconds, give us a rating, give us a review. We appreciate it. And Uh, now, I think uh, at long last, after he gets done with that Cassius Burt, Dylan has us a tidbit of the week for this week. I do. You could fit all the other planets between the Earth and the moon. Yeah, I knew that one. God damn it. Yeah, I've been a nerd for a bunch of years, though. So well, maybe they didn't know. But they might not. Okay, know. well, here's another one. Oh. You didn't. You didn't know this one. We'll do. We'll do two. Oh. Two for the price of one. Oh, aren't you glad you listened beyond my plugging right? bullshit? <laughs> Spoilers or or uh, suspense. Something. Things. Things. The next time you see a commercial airplane at cruising altitude, imagine water that deep. And that's still 1,000 feet shallower than the deepest part of the ocean. Well, that's a deep goddamn yeah, ocean. Yeah. Yes, sir. Boom. All right, you got me on that one. Yep, there you go. 
Um, yeah, so I'm gonna finish another beer. Yeah. Oh, Sam seventy six is fucking great. You think the bartender would give you another one before they close down? Uh, you know what? I, at this point, here, I'm just question. just put it in your coat. Just right. put it in your coat. Oh, yeah. Walk down the street with it. At this point, I don't think he would for me, but apparently he will for you. I tip him real good, just the tip. But uh, yeah, bartender, yeah. can I get a straw for my Sam seventy <laughs> six? Straw? Yeah, I'm gonna just Here. get a couple straws, put them in inside each other, and run them out my jacket pocket. <laughs> Are you gonna link them into one big ass crazy straw? Well, I might. Oh, okay. Get, well, I'm going to have to have extra straws for that because I'm going to have to loop a couple around. But <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. Thank you. Yeah, I've changed my ways. And I know it seems That's off. Happy hour. Happy hour's over. You got beer stuffed in your pockets. I'm just not seeing it. Okay, cool. my memories come back clear and you find I guess we probably ought to go check the creek. Yeah, go around back. We gotta look at this one. Patrick? Patrick! There's a garbage bag over there. The garbage bag or just a floater? It's neither an awful big floater or an awful small Patrick.